0: Welcome to the Reach A Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, so today we've got a bit of a different topic. We're going to be talking about what makes an athlete an athlete and what do we consider an athlete? And the reason why I want to explore this is because I find that many individuals who I believe are athletes to some degree don't actually consider themselves athletes. Okay, so I wanted to kind of break that mold, kind of challenge that status quo and move beyond the whole, you're only an athlete if you get paid professionally to play a sport. Okay, Because that's, that's obviously the, the main definition that we have for an athlete. It's the athletes we know, that's the athletes we love, that's the athletes we watch. So it makes sense that that's what we associate with being athletes. But what else makes someone an athlete? And this is the same when I introduce it to new individuals, I like get my nutrition talks or when I'm speaking to new clients, they go, oh, wow, I never actually thought about it that way. Okay, never actually realized that I can consider myself an athlete to some degree. And that's what I want to explore today. Okay, Like I said, I want to break that mold, look beyond just the the basics, look beyond just the things that we know from day to day and look at it further. So to start things off with, obviously, we're going to start with what kind of athletes there are. Okay, so let's delve into the types of athletes that exist. Okay, so the first one is obviously we'll go through recreational. Okay, so recreational athletes are athletes who are engaged in some kind of sport or discipline, but they're doing it more so just for fun case like you know you just do it just to socialize you do it you know it's like social sports is a perfect example or you just play at the local park you know like at the basketball courts or whatever it may be it's just very recreational it's just you're doing it here and there there's no real consistency necessarily and you're just doing it for fun okay Beyond that, we've got amateur athletes. Now, amateur athletes also to some degree are doing it more for the enjoyment of the sport. But a lot of the times, amateur athletes are more so athletes who are trying to go more higher level. They're more kind of move towards the more professional level. And they're involved in, in kind of specific competitions, specific games. They've got like a whole routine. They're, they're very much committed to their sport, but they're not at the professional level. Okay, it's very, very um, simple. It's, you probably already knew what I meant by amateur athlete. Okay, beyond that, then we get into the more professional. And then there's obviously semi professional and professional professional. Okay, so semi professional is like that step just below, usually, you know, where a lot of individuals are working towards getting to that professional level. Maybe there is some payment involved, maybe there is a lot more commitment involved to that sport and to that discipline that the person's involved with but not necessarily to the professional level as we know, you know, the higher leagues, you know, the NBA, the NFL, the NRL, the NBL, you know, all that sort of stuff. Okay, I can list off all these acronyms you. you know what I mean, okay? That's then professional. Professional, I don't even have to talk too much about because we all know professional. We watch sport on TV 99% of the time, I would say that it's because we're watching professional athletes at work, okay? But then now we're gonna to go to a different definition of another type of athlete that many people don't realize. It's what I call the everyday athlete. Okay. Now you're probably thinking, what's the everyday athlete? Well, the everyday athlete is not necessarily someone who's involved in a sport, but they are involved in some kind of discipline, some kind of training regimen, some kind of development of themselves physically, mentally, and you know, health wise. Okay. And the everyday athlete can be someone who's, for example, goes very regularly to the gym to work on their physique, or goes very regularly to gym to make sure that they're functional and healthy and and living life to the best of their abilities. Okay, an everyday athlete is, in other words, what maybe you have known as the weekend warrior. We don't necessarily traditionally associate them, associate them, sorry, with being athletes, but that's why I wanted to introduce this. I myself consider these individuals athletes. They're just not sporting athletes, they're not professional level athletes, but they're everyday athletes. Okay. They're working on themselves. And now that's why I want to get into the next part of today's podcast, which is talking about what actually makes an athlete, but both the obvious, and then I'm going to introduce some intangibles, some of the less obvious stuff that you may not know yourself, but may actually then make you realize that you yourself can consider yourself an athlete. Okay, so let's get into it. So first of all, we'll go into the, the ones that, were, you know, that are obvious, so to speak, of what makes one an athlete. Number one is a commitment to training. Okay, if you're someone who's committed to training and you do it for, for like a very consistent level, you're doing it to empower yourself, all that sort of stuff, then that is an attribute of an athlete. The next is a commitment to physical development. So if you're working on your physical self, becoming the best possible person you can be, that is a attribute of an athlete or characteristic of an athlete. Next, we've got a commitment to health and nutrition. So athletes, generally speaking, not all of them, of course, but generally speaking, are focused on being the healthiest possible thing they can be and having the best nutrition they can have to fuel their endeavors. So as long as you're committed to health and nutrition, that is a key characteristic of an athlete. And then obviously, the fourth one is a very obvious. To be an athlete, you have to you know, play a sport or be of some kind of discipline. Okay, that's like the traditional definition that we have of an athlete. You have to be playing a sport or you're not an athlete. Okay. And within sport, I'm not just talking about your classic team sports that most of us you know, know and love and watch on TV very regularly. Uh, I'm talking about everything. CrossFit is a sport. Okay. All these things are sports. Okay. Martial arts, they're sports. These things are all sports. Okay. Sports is not just bra- uh, basketball, rugby, soccer, and so on and so forth. Okay. So that's why I said slash discipline, because that all is counted towards this. Now, with that in mind, Let's get into the less obvious, okay? The intangibles that makes one an athlete. Okay, number one is the pursuit of one's peak potential. So that's why when I'm when I was speaking, like for example, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to a group of ladies at a local Pilates studio, and I introduced the concept of that you may want to consider yourself an athlete if X, Y, and Z, and some of them were like. Wow, I didn't even think about it that way, and that actually empowered them. They even told me after the talk; they said that was a very empowering thought for, for them now to consider themselves an athlete, just a different type of athlete. Okay, not the athletes that we watch on TV, but a different kind of athlete. Okay, and that's why it's important because these women—they were—they were working on becoming their peak potentials. Okay, they were—they were doing the Pilates consistently. They were involved in the challenges. They were involved in empowering themselves. And that's a characteristic and intangible that I consider very important for one to consider himself an athlete. Okay, and that goes into my second point, which is empowerment, which is a less obvious intangible, obviously, because, you know, how do you measure that someone's empowered? But if you're someone that, that, when you consider yourself an athlete, it empowers you, makes you kind of drive you forward to even be more of a harder worker. Well, that's great. Okay, that's great. And then we've got embracing hard work. So athletes tend to embrace hard work. They take on challenges and they work through them. If that's something that you do, well, then you've got a characteristic of an athlete. Okay, so hopefully that's all makes sense. Okay, so I've, cut, I've kind of broken down in terms of the types of athletes. So recreational, amateur, semi-pro, pro, and the everyday athlete, which is what maybe you are falling into if you traditionally haven't thought of yourself an athlete. Because basically what I'm saying is, if you're in a sport, you probably already consider yourself an athlete. Very, very simple. But if you're not in a sport, you may not consider yourself an athlete. But That's where you might fall into the, the category of, everyday athlete. And then what makes an athlete an athlete? It's a commitment to training, commitment to physical development, commitment to health and nutrition. You play some kind of sport or involved in some kind of discipline. You focus on empowering yourself, embracing hard work, and you very much so are in the pursuit of your peak potential. Okay, if you can tick off some of those and you can start thinking about this in a different way, outside the box, and not just fixating on athlete equals professional sport player. Then you'll be better off for it. Okay. Now, obviously, if you listen to this and you don't do any sport, don't do any ex- exercise, and that sort of obviously, then you wouldn't consider yourself an athlete. But I doubt you'll be worth listening to this if that was the case. Okay. you will probably listen to this because you're commi- committed to yourself, committed to working on your physical self, becoming the best person you can be. Perhaps you were involved in some kind of sport, maybe. <laughs> okay, so hopefully this kind of broadened your, your mindset around what actually makes an athlete an athlete. And maybe now you consider yourself more of an athlete than you have before. Because I've met, I've met individuals. Now, this, is no, this is no joke. I've met individuals and, and clients, actual clients who are involved in sports, but because they're not higher level or professionally paid or anything like that, and because they do it more of like a side hobby, they don't consider themselves an athlete. And I sit them down and I say, no, no, no. (laughs) Okay, let's look at this differently. You are an athlete, okay? And that's an empowering thought. And that's what I want you to consider is, are you an athlete? Are you committed to a certain sport of discipline? Are you committed to yourself? Are you committed to reaching that peak potential? If you are, or maybe, just maybe, you are an athlete, okay? So that's what I wanted to kind of introduce you today because, yeah, I'm kind of, I don't like when people don't consider themselves something when they, where they actually are and when that thing that they are could actually be very empowering for them and help move them forward. Not to mention that knowing that you're an athlete <laughs> makes you a lot more fixated on what needs to be done to become better, okay? Makes you more motivated to be you know, good with your training and good with your nutrition. And that's a very important aspect of not just sport, but living a healthy and functional life. So I hope this episode's been interesting. Hope it's been helpful. Okay. Hope it gives you a different insight into the athletes and what it's considered to be one. And if you obviously got any questions, you just want to chat to me about this and share your thoughts and maybe share your struggles that you've gone through and some of your doubts, perhaps, because a lot of a lot of um, individuals who I know are athletes, they have a lot of doubts about themselves. So if that's you, just reach out to me. Okay, there's an email in the description notes, Alexa at the Otherwise, you can send me obviously a message on the Climate Dietitian, okay, at Instagram or one of those. you can find me. Instagram is the easiest if you want to reach me through through social media. But yeah, just so we can have a chat, see what's going on, and see how I can help you. But I really hope this episode has been empowering. I hope it's been an informative episode. And I hope you stay safe. hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.